Welcome to the Declassified Guide to Love and Life. Hosted by Empower RVA Teens at the YWCA Richmond. I'm Logan. I am Shayla. I'm Gabby. And I'm Elena. The goal of our podcast is to expose our listeners to topics and issues often overlooked. We hope to bring new perspectives on these issues in order to normalize these discussions. Let's get talking! Hi, I'm Shayla. I'm Sophie. I'm Gabby. Today we'll be discussing LGBTQ issues and problems in the community. First, we want to talk about parents thinking LGBTQ is a phase. Um, so for that, I would say that it's not necessarily like the idea that everyone is born that way, which is going to fix that idea. It's the fact that sexuality is so fluid and gender identity is so fluid that, yeah, you might be gay one day, maybe later in your life, you're going to identify as bi or queer or pan. It's not that it was a phase. It's that sexuality changes as you get older and grows with you. I feel like parents just like don't understand that. I can't even with parents and like the way they like some of their like traditional mindsets like they just like can't comprehend like such easy what's the word I'm looking for like concepts yes (laughs) no I definitely agree I feel like at some point like my mind I have such a hard time getting on board with like like even like saying oh I see where you're coming from from my parents because I don't see where they're coming from because I understand the fact that sexuality and gender identity is so fluid and all of that is like that's what like promotes like the whole thing like it was only a phase if you start dating a guy and you were dating a girl it wasn't only a phase it's just the sexuality is fluid and that's basically the premise of it and another thing I was going to say is it's just disappointing to realize that parents will pick their own biases and strong opinions over their child, which has happened in my family before. And it's so like disheartening to know that you'd rather lose your child over something they can't change than to like encourage and love them. So, oh, I was going to say also like just calling it just like a phase is like very invalidating. Yeah, honestly, so one hundred percent agree. Next, we will talk about transphobia and homophobia. Um, so transphobia, even within the queer community, is a big issue. People saying, like, oh, like, I'm gay, but, like, I'm, I'm not about, like, being trans or anything. Transphobia is such a big issue, and it ties a lot into racism, too, because black trans women are, like, the most at risk within the LGBTQ community, and which is why we really need to work hard to, like, prevent transphobic ideas from being spread. Even just, like, within, like, schools, like, transphobia is, like, huge. And we don't even talk about it at all. And, like, a lot of people just don't even know, like, what day-to-day, like, how trans people feel, like, in the school. Like, do they even use the bathroom? Like, are they even – do they feel comfortable, like, sitting in a classroom? Do they feel like they have, like, a community at their school? And, like, yeah, a lot of schools have, like, GSA and, like, gender sexuality alliances. But, like, how – like, what changes are those groups actually making to, like, make these people comfortable? And it sucks that, like, we don't really talk about it either. Like, I know um, some schools don't even want, like, trans books or, like, books that talk about, like, any part of the LGBTQ community, like, in their school libraries, which is just, like, not fixing the problem at all. It's making it worse. Yeah, I definitely agree. I also think that there's, like, I've met so many people who are like, well, I've never met a trans person that you know of like so many people that we know of and trans being trans is not at all a new thing it has always been around it always will be 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 around just like being gay and so like from the beginning of the time we have people who are 
like dressing up in clothes that were not the gender they were assigned at birth, stuff like that, that it's not that hard of a concept to accept, just kind of like fluid sexuality and how hard it really is to like, like a lot of my friends have had a really hard time talking to the school about like using the bathroom of their preferred choice. And within that is also like the, I like the hatred towards non-binary people and people who are not going to like go with just man or just woman like there's a whole nother spiel within that next we will talk about sexual assault in the lgbtq plus community um i can definitely touch on this because i feel like i've just like witnessed so many things on like either in the media or in songs just like guys or even like people like within like the lgbtq community like wanting to like make straight people gay or lesbian or like the other way around for like straight males like make like it doesn't matter if a girl likes other girls like oh well we can still do whatever because it doesn't matter like once again that's like very invalidating yeah Yeah, I definitely have heard I can make you straight from many many guys (laughs) which I think is a pretty common experience from any uh girl who identifies as queer but I also think that sexual assault within the LGBTQ community there's also lots of like queer people are also like bi women are so so much more at risk for sexual assault than straight women like I can't remember the exact statistic but it's like an incredibly high number and so that's also a thing that we need to realize especially because a lot of times queer kids get kicked out of their houses which leaves them homeless and a lot of times relying on sex work and then like having getting into situations where sexual assault is something that happens also like I feel like people will like invalidate the sexual assault because it's not just like regular yeah. like hetero sex pretty yeah. much and like they're just like well it's not the same thing so it doesn't really matter but like it's still like sexual assault sexual assault it doesn't matter if it's between a man and a man or a woman and a woman or whatever it may be definitely the next question is why are some parents so against teaching their kids about the lgbtq community and i can start with that and say I think one of the issues is religion. They kind of try to put religion. God only had Adam, Eve, not Adam and Steve or whatever they've said since like 2016 or before (laughs) that. It's very much they're trying to use a scapegoat to reason with why their like reasoning is wrong. Like they, I feel like in the back of their head, they know it's wrong, but they find any excuse to make it seem like what they're doing is right. Honestly, that religion is probably one of the only arguments against homophobia that I've ever heard that like is even like not saying that it's valid, but like has any remote like data behind it. And I think that definitely religion, like my father is a Presbyterian minister, which is like kind of crazy. So it's like. Bless your heart. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like I've been around religious people my entire life and it is it's very much like built into those systems. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that the Bible that we read now is not how it was originally written at all. Like it has been changed recently too. In like 1800s, a bunch of straight white men sat at a table just trying to translate it into a way that could fit into their like narrow world viewpoints. Also like another thing I've heard that isn't just like the whole religion as to why like we shouldn't or why parents won't like teach their kids about like the LGBTQ plus community is like a lot of people say like it's not natural yeah like I've literally had family members that have been like well it's not natural and I'm like well actually if you like google it like a lot of like animals like in yeah. nature like are I don't even know like 
do stuff with other animals like the same sex as them like it doesn't really like i don't really know what the whole like natural thing i don't know like why that's like so relevant like, and if like, that's what natural it's weird like no yeah. it's not and like if that's what you're led to like i feel like that having like like anytime i've ever had crushes for other girl it doesn't feel unnatural to me at all it feels very normal and like what comes to my body normally and like i don't know i think that there's also like this doesn't fully have to do with it but the way that like being queer is compared to like pedophilia is absolutely disgusting to me because it is two very very different things and like a lot of times people will be like okay well like the natural tendency towards like pedophilic people is to like do stuff with little kids the problem there is purely consent like a child is not old enough to give consent but between two adult consenting people who love each other there is nothing unnatural about that. And the last thing I was going to say, I think also people just hate their narrative, like, or their bias, like, being pushed. Like, they hate anybody kind of going against what they've known in their lives. And I think that's another thing, like, some people are not the most open-minded. So when you're closed-minded and somebody's pushing something you've always been taught was wrong, they're going to have a much harder time. And this is not justifying what they do or say, but I think they have such a hard time getting out of their bubble that instead of trying to step out of their comfort zone, they'd like to stay in it and just surround themselves with people that fit into their comfortable comfortability. And last question is, why do people think homophobia is valid? Yeah, I think that they're religion is basically my biggest answer to that. But I also think that like, it so depends on how you're raised and so like a lot of people that i've met and i will say especially guys um are so against it and even if they aren't for themselves internalized homophobia is a very very big issue so like um thinking that uh oh it's okay for other people to be gay but if i'm gay like no that's not gonna work so i think that it's like all depends on like if you're raised in a christian household you've never thought of yourself as queer and you like see some person at school who's queer you're not going to automatically come to the terms like I used to be homophobic when I was a tiny little elementary schooler because I didn't know what it is and that's how I had been raised and so I think it's all depends on how you're raised yeah and then like I feel like people just try and like find oh like find validation definitely and like they'll find it in like which ties back to the other like question like religion or their parents or even just like friends like someone to like justify their reasoning they'll be like yeah so my reasoning's right just because like someone else can yeah. validate even if it's not like 100 percent correct definitely and i was gonna say i think another thing is we're also also not like mentioning back in middle school people would say like gay and make it a negative connotation so when you hear that over time they're gonna keep believing those ideas so when they do see a gay person or a gay couple they're gonna be like oh my gosh ill or like disgusting or that's wrong because for so long people have used oh that's gay or that's queer that's you know and this that and the third so they use negative connotations which actually genuinely affects the way they think even if they already did think it, it's more of a sealing the deal on how they feel and then one last thing i'll say about that is that i think homophobia also so ties into gender norms we have in our society that are really harmful for everybody really which is why like a lot of times if you see a man that's like doing things like giving people hugs or crying that stuff that we see as traditionally feminine they're gonna get called gay or trans or queer or the f slur anything like that just because of like actions like that are not like relating to their perceived gender and so i think that if we can break down all of that internalized misogyny that I think we all really have from being 
um, like growing up in a world that is still so misogynistic and patriarchal, I think that's what ties into a lot of homophobia because like I've heard a lot of, especially between like two women, like you need a man to do this. You need a man to do that. Like you need like this and this and like really that's just tied into misogyny. Like we don't actually need a man to like fulfill a like nice relationship with somebody that you're attracted to. And that just like, a lot of that is like toxic masculinity, which is yeah. like a whole other loophole we could go down. Uh. <laughs> and then also just like a lot of adults have like the traditional mindset, like like you were saying, like the man is like the leader of the house, that kind of thing. And they'll justify that by being like, well, it has worked in the past, so anything else doesn't work. And I'm like, well, you're not being open-minded. Like there are plenty of other situations, whether the woman is like the breadwinner in the household, like it still can work out. And people just like can't move past that at all definitely and this might be a stretch but i think like it's weird to me because some people are like oh my gosh it's against religion but i'm like how many of you guys have sinned if you're really trying to put that play that card like the amount of sins you did i heard about you and your husband like <laughs> like these different things like you've quote unquote sinned and you were forgiven quote unquote so if they felt or they wanted to be or they were gay and you claim it's a sin, they could be forgiven and move on. Like, I don't know why we feel like this is a, a sin, in quotes, that just can't be, in quotes, forgiven. Like, <laughs> why is this something that's above everything else, but, like, you were cheating on your husband? So different things like that, it's just weird to me because it's, like, I feel like a lot, like, I'm a Christian, but in a lot of Christian households, it's, like, some things go and some things don't. And it's, like, at what point, like, who makes the decisions? Because if you're such a Christian, you know God makes the decisions or Jesus or whoever not you so the fact that like you get most judgment from these people that say they're religious is like kind of scary to be honest yeah and sorry one more thing <laughs> um but the whole idea going off of like the sinning thing the idea of like hate the sin love the sinner i think has probably been something that's been the most harmful to me because within the church there is like this narrative that like oh we're not like those judgy hateful christians that are like calling people names and like throwing things at them we're just gonna tell you that you're going to hell if you do this but we still love you as a person that is so much more harmful because if you can't love all of somebody you can't really actually truly love them and accept them and they are never going to feel at ease with their themselves or anything that they do they're always going to feel this like lurking like presence over them that's telling them that they are wrong that like there's something messed up about them because I think that being queer does end up tying so much into your identity because of the fact of all of the things that I think anybody who's ever like identified as any part of the LGBTQ community has gone through especially in like childhood middle school all of that stuff so I think that if a church is like well we don't want that part of you like get away if you don't want that part of you then you don't really want me to be here at all. Yeah, like love does not make up for all of like the hatred and like just that whole like attitude towards a group of people. Like that does not, that's not covered by love. And also like Shayla, to piggyback off, of, of, off what, were, what you were saying, I literally went to a private school for most of my life, studied in Bible class, like all sin is the same. But a lot of Christians like love to pick and choose what, is sin what is worse what's better but like in the bible it's technically all the same and it can all be forgiven so like the fact that people 
pick and choose, which is also why I think a lot of, this is a, another loophole, but why like a lot of LGBTQ people like don't really vibe with like the Christian community is because so many people portray themselves as like so standoffish and like, oh, I don't like what you're doing, but I still love you. But like, you don't like, you, how, how do you respect someone that you hate so much? Like, it's just, it's very difficult for them to understand. Yeah, 100%. And last I'll say, God said love thy neighbor, so I don't understand what's the exception with your neighbor if they love who they love. So, yes. Period. Period. <laughs> now, everyone, where do you think we should go from here? Um, I think that the most important thing is that as our generation gets older and any other generations that have children right now, that we are raising our children to be open-minded and accepting of everybody and to not only that, but take it a step further and defend those who are getting made fun of and getting bullied because I think that that's really what we lack because there's always going to be bullies out there. But what we need more of is like, people allies straight people cis people that will stand up and go for bat for queer people and not just stand by and let their um friends say homophobic things or transphobic things about other people that's what we really need and so i think if you are listening and you know of somebody that is getting um bullied or mistreated because of their gender sexuality identity then stand up for them go for bat go up to bat for them because in the end like I think that so many like allies are scared of what other people will think about them if they do that. But you have to realize that that's like a thing that queer people battle with constantly. It's like what other people are going to think about me if I come out, if I don't come out, if I do this, if I don't do this. So it's really not, it's kind of a privileged thing to say to just be like, oh, I'm scared of what other people are think, think of me. But even though that is a justifiable fear. You explain that all so well. <laughs> just like overall, like, bigotry is not a value to like justify any of your actions definitely and i was gonna say like to egg on to what they said these conversations really do start at the dinner table like that's a time where you need to make sure sit down with your kids your spouses just talk about like what the issue is like you wouldn't want somebody hating your child because of something they can't change like that's not something regardless you shouldn't have them sticking up for somebody that's bullying or harassing somebody just because of who they love and if you want to stay in your religious bubble, then just remember that, like I said earlier, God said, love thy neighbor. So you can't cho- pick and choose what neighbor you love. Like God didn't say, put a clause in there that said, but gay people. So you need to make sure you're loving every neighbor that you have if you do support that community and really just try to get a better understanding and keep an open mind, like they said, on the topic in general. 100. <laughs>